Hello everyone, welcome back to Plotlines. I'm Connor, and I know it's been a while, so I, I'd like to apologize for my inactivity of as of late. Things have been pretty hectic in my life, and uh, that shouldn't get in between uh, my audience receiving new content, but I'm afraid to time from time to time it does. But uh, today... I wanted to provide some content and would like to try and do so more consistently in the future. We'll see how that goes. But today is the first part I would like to do on the final season of The Clone Wars. So if you're not familiar, Star Wars The Clone Wars was a or it was an animated series uh that took pla- that uh took place between the episodes uh 2 and 3 of the uh between of the Star Wars episodes so in between Star Wars episode 2 the attack of the clones and Star Wars episode 3 the revenge of the Sith uh and this was sort of a filler this was something to tell a lot of stories in between and like most shows the first couple seasons were them trying to get their feet wet, and then things got more more interesting and more mature, especially as one of the as the main character of the series, Ahsoka Tano, who was the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker, uh, you know, grew up as she became more mature and as her stories became more mature, so did the stories within the TV series became more mature. And anyway, so the uh, the series was canceled when when Star Wars was when Lucasfilm was bought by Disney, and they canceled the the se- the next season. And then, um, so so far, that's what had happened, but. Disney decided to now release on their new streaming service. They decided to uh, release the the final season, I guess, of the Clone Wars, which uh, isn't very isn't a very long uh, set. It's basically three stories uh, in one season. It's basically like um, twelve episodes or so. I could be getting that wrong. But, but that's the normal time frame, and the, even the episodes were somewhat short because they didn't need to make it 22 minutes, so a lot of them were sometimes 20 minutes. But anyway, so that was that's the story behind the Clone Wars series and uh, this final season, and if this if this series becomes popular, uh, I will. Or I'm going to go back and start from the beginning and uh, tell the older stories and or and go over them and, and discuss the different, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the, of the series as a whole. But anyway, so the start of the series is sort of a, a tie-in with another TV, another uh, animated TV series 
that was Star Wars Rebels, which was uh, on Disney XD, and it basically had a similar uh, arc where it got more it got more mature as the people watching and as the characters grew with age, especially since the main character was again a younger person, uh, Ezra, a young Padawan, basically. It's sort of, it seems to be a sort of reciprocal or a cyclical thing where, you know, they start with a young Padawan and then you get to see them grow up and in, in some manner, not necessarily in age, but but in uh, knowledge and maturity and stuff like that. Because we all want to learn, or we all, all want to see how people evolve over time. And it's good to see people from the beginning of their story to the end of the story. Otherwise, you feel like you've missed something. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so they start with this, this battle at this planet called Anaxis, which is seen destroyed and left abandoned in Star Wars Rebels. So it's a massive battle uh, with uh, Mace Windu, Anakin Skywalker, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. And uh, it's led by, or the clones are led by um, Captain Rex and Commander Cody. And Rex realizes that all of their plans are being uh, anticipated, strangely enough, and all of the plans that are being anticipated are his plans, and uh, he decides that he believe or that uh, he believes that somebody must be getting his plans, and uh, or a uh somebody who they'd lost another clone that they lost in a previous season was still alive and that's that's sort of the plot of the overall arc of the four episodes that I'm going to talk about anyways they decide to bring in these um this bad batch of clones these sort of uh super squad who are sort of have mutations to them that made them unsuitable uh, clones in certain circumstances, but also made them very beneficial in in their own in their own circumstances. So one one clone is very good at technology, really connected to it. Probably something to do with technology accident or something. And then there was a real gigantic guy, very muscular, very uh, very huge person, but he's kind of a, he has some sort of mental problem, at least. He's very, uh, he's very erratic. He's aggressive, but also jolly, you know, he's just not as tactical. And then there's the extraordinary leader character then there's the extraordinarily accurate sniper guy and I think that's I think I've covered all the different members anyways they send this team in along with Captain Rex 
Commander Cody, and uh, a few other clones. And, you know, it sort of t- uh, puts these different groups together and sees them, sees how they interact, and it gets to, you get to see how this odd group, which has a lot of different skills, is very efficient together. They've been working together for a long time, and, uh, and it just puts them into different situations. Anyways, they learn that a signal is being, uh, being transmitted to the droids, to the Confederacy, from a, another planet that, uh, basically tells them how to counter the, uh, movements of the Republic, of the clones and the Jedi. And it, it, so that, that's sort of the first part of the story. And then the second part of the story is, uh, their infiltration of that planet. Anakin goes with them, so before it was just clones in the fight, now it's Anakin, Rex, and the, 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 the Bad Batch squad. And they go by themselves to this planet, who this planet is run by a, a company that is supposed to be neutral, but really it's been funding the, the, the Confederacy, the, uh, the droid armies the whole time, and uh, it's just making money off of the whole whole situation, and it's led by a guy named Watt Tambor, who's, you know, some sort of alien, he's, he's sort of, he basically is like half technological based, like, it seems like he can't breathe without technology, anyways, so, uh, that's sort of the general situation that they go into, they, uh, they find this different group of species that seems to be very old, very, um, um, just, what's the word, uh, just backwards, just not very technological, you know, uh, hanging out with some animals that can fly, anyways, they get into a fight with them, but then they calm things down, and then they, uh, get, get their assistance, and then, um, and then, uh, and this group of people doesn't want, don't want to be a part of the war that is going on between the Confederacy and the Republic, but the Jedi and the clones bring themselves in, you know, bring them in, so. Anyways, they infiltrate the building, they find the place where the signal's coming from, and they find Rex's friend, who's another clone, who, uh, who, who was being used as sort of, like, his mind was being used to understand the, the plants and to send the signal and to send, to send the best counter plan to, well, counter the Republic forces. And that, his name was, uh, Echo. And the whole interesting thing is that you know, the, the signal is an echo, and that, that sent them to find echo. It's just an interesting play on words, and, 
there's, you know, there's, it seems like there's no way that they could have been planning that from the very beginning, because the character came along in either the second or third season, and uh, the purpose of the character was not, or the reason the character was named Echo was because he would repeat every order that he would receive during training. Anyways, uh, he was released, and he has some new abilities because he had been plugged into the the droid and the confederacy systems so he knows all their plans now and he is able to manipulate that then the third episode is about their escape they they eventually find their way back to the um to the uh backwards uh tribesmen and then the the droids attack, and they have to work together to defend themselves against against the droids. And uh, you know, think uh, so. The these people are seemingly on their side now, or these you know this other species is on their side, and they're working together. So it's it's a very interesting dynamic because. It's hard to see, like, were the Jedi and the clones right to bring these people in? Was it their ch- was it their choice? I mean, it wasn't entirely their choice, but they did uh, they did decide to let them. They did let the Jedi and the clones go within their borders. So it's really after some misunderstandings. So it's unclear sort of the situation here the whole it's just an interesting thing to ponder whether it whether anyone was in the right or if any specific people were in the wrong in this situation other than the confederacy who were more or less wrong it's really complicated with basically with the whole concept of secession you know whether it's a fine, and then, and then they started attacking other Republic planets. So it's it's all a mess because it's all being manipulated by the uh, Supreme Chancellor, who's you know who's the Dark Lord of the Sith. So there's no but no real winning in this war, anyways. But we'll get to that more in uh, the final. Uh, episodes of the season there's a lot about that to go on and to talk about but then they move on after that they they bring echo back to the base and the war the battle hasn't been go the battles haven't been going that much better not as not as crippling but still not not better or not too much better and then uh they decide to form a plan where they're going to shut down or t- or feed um, feed the Confederacy a bad move that then they can manipulate by sending Echo into their control ship and basically giving them orders that they would assume would be coming from uh, the the headquarters or 
where they where he would have sent them anyways. Um, basically to tell them what to do. Anyways, so that, that uh, they do that. The Obi-Wan and Mace Windu lead a bunch of troops to distract them, to distract the, the Confederacy. And then uh, 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 Anakin and a bunch of clones, including the Bad Batch, as well as Rex and a few others, uh, go in with Echo. And they infiltrate the the building, or not the building, the uh, the spacecraft, the uh, the cruiser, and they it's it takes a lot, but they eventually are able to shut things down. And you know it's a very dramatic situation. It's mostly just fighting and drama. There's not much story within this part of it, which. Uh, isn't as, it's, uh, it's fun to watch, but it's not as interesting to discuss. But there's also a question of whether or not Echo is still loyal to the Republic since he had been under, uh, sort of within the systems of the Confederacy. And, they, you know, it's the whole, we don't know what really happened to him, so how can we trust him? At the end of the day, he he was trustworthy, and he, he was in he was in an easy situation to to have uh, manipulated the situation to stop the republic. But he chose to uh, not betray his brethren, and he chose to shut down the confederacy and uh, and as well as. Uh, the leader of the Confederacy forces was threatened and killed by Anakin Skywalker, um, which is interesting. It's, it sh- shows how he is becoming much more darker in his thoughts and, and darker in his actions. He's, try- he's always trying to do uh, anything that he can to save the ones he loves, which gets him in trouble, and it's always a question of where does he cross the line, when does he cross the line, and him being in war for so long really makes that line very hard to find. And that's the overall problem with Anakin Skywalker as a character, is in, at least from the viewpoint of Star Wars, there's a lot of problems with him outside of that, of that, but in from purely a Star Wars perspective, he he's only interested in people he loves, and he will do bad things to save those people, even if it's even if, if even if it creates a far worse outcome. And betrays everything that he is supposed to believe in, you know, just to make things, just to avoid, sort of, uh, avoid things that, that for the most part, can't be avoided, like death. I, that, the whole thing of, uh, the whole premise of the Revenge of the Sith is predicated on his fear of his wife dying, his secret wife dying, 
Oh, and that, it's interesting. Uh, she did make an appearance in the first episode. I forgot to mention that, and it was, and it's been revealed that Obi Wan had known about them and their secret relationship. You know, it wasn't super secret. It was only, uh, you know, uh, it could have been assumed from the Revenge of the Sith movie, but now it's been confirmed in the show. And Echo decides to go with the Bad Batch, which makes sense because he, he's lost one of his hands, and his hands is, hands is now sort of mechanical, and not not mechanical, but it's just been replaced by mechanical things, not actually a hand replacement. So he is he is more in common with the bad batch. So we'll see uh, we'll discuss more about the Clone Wars in the future and I hope everyone enjoyed this this one and I will try and be more consistent about when episodes come out. So I hope I I hope everyone's doing well and uh Thank you for listening. Bye.